Welcome to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. To contact Dr. Danny and learn more about the ministry, visit drdanny.live. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Danny Yamashiro here. Welcome to The Good Life, encouraging you with inspirational stories with family and friends through perspectives of hope in Jesus Christ. Why would a successful businesswoman write about mentors? What did she overcome to be the woman she is today? Who is her mentor? This is the story of Donna Johnson, a woman who, with God's help, ended a cycle of generational abuse and entered a new life of influence. We pause here, as we typically do, to remind you the reason we have the Good Life Show is to share how the love of Jesus Christ makes a difference in the lives of people. I'm talking about the love of Jesus so strong that he died on the cross for your sins and mine. He was buried and rose again on the third day, offering God's hope. Donna Johnson is the author of My Mentor Walks on Water, Spirit-Led Mentorship in Every Area of Your Life. She and her husband, Thomas, reside between Wisconsin, Arizona, and Sweden. She has five children, Nathaniel, Nicole, Joseph, Olivia, Alexandra, and stepson Max, along with eight grandchildren. Their charity, Spirit Wings Kids, funds orphanages in India and Africa, along with a permaculture farm and soccer academy in Uganda. Donna, welcome to our show. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Congratulations on your new book, My Mentor Walks on Water. So grateful for you being with us today. Tell us, Donna, where did you grow up? I grew up in Appleton, Wisconsin, where Green Bay, Wisconsin is a suburb. (laughs) It's kind of an inside joke as a Packer fan. What was it like growing up there in Appleton, Wisconsin? Well, I think it prepared me for where I am today. I had a humble uh, beginning. I had um, a daddy that most little girls didn't have and um, just feel like I all of my life lessons growing up just taught me to be a, vic- a victor instead of a victim. Would you share a little bit more? You mentioned your daddy that most girls grow up and do not have say a bit more yeah about so him. i was raised in a just a, a traditional blue collar family my mom of course was a stay-at-home mom and dad was a printer in a, a paper company i had four brothers and at a very early age i talk about this in chapter one of my book i had a life-changing moment of my friend's mother uh, was so excited. She helped us put little pink nail polish on our fingers. And when I went home to show my mom and my family, my, my father, my earthly father 
called me a whore. And I had to actually ask my mom what that was. And so just to understand that level of normal back then, uh, it took me a long time to learn a new normal in my life. You mentioned negative self-talk. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But your father's, so this would be, if I were to ask you who influenced you most in your life as a child during those early years, who would you say? I would say that it is my earthly father who passed away um, a few years after I started a family. In fact, my three older children were five, seven, and nine when he died, and he never met them. And so, yes, really understanding um, the the path that I was on and the messages that were told me that I was not good enough. You know, in chapter one of my book, I talk about who do you think you are? And the way that I heard that from my earthly father was, who do you think you are? And of course, you know, later as I grew, uh, became a believer and understood everything that was happening, I did learn that he had abuse as a child as well. And so it just really made me understand, like you said, the generational abuse and cycle that uh, we need to break. You write about a, an, an encounter with your father years later. It, it happened in a counseling session. What happened there and what kind of breakthrough took place as a result of that? Yes, I had gone through a divorce, three small children, and I was in a really wonderful Christian counseling program where my beautiful therapist uh, heard that my father was in town for a high school reunion. And so she invited him to one of my sessions. I was petrified. I was shaking. I had not seen him. It was like the accuser in the room, right? And so we were sitting there and I was just, I, I, I couldn't even move as she was talking to him. And as he started speaking, he was saying the most horrible things about me. And she just smiled and nodded her head and went, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. And I, I mean, I just wanted to fall on the floor. I did not know what was happening. And after just a few short minutes, she stands up. So very nice to meet you, escorts him to the door and says goodbye. And I looked at her crying, what just happened? And she took my hands and she said, he is not well. I was not going to allow him to abuse you. And it was that moment that just everything opened up for me. She taught me how to set boundaries. She helped me discover a new story about myself. You know, we write stories about ourselves that don't serve us, whether it was someone that had written stories about us or we do it to ourselves and compare ourselves. And I literally had to write a new story about who I am and praise the Lord. I was able to use scripture to remind me who God says that we are. So my book opens up with chapter one, who do you think you are? But then are you aligned with who God says you are? And that's what we need to do because the enemy, they, he wants us down. He wants us thinking we're no good. And, oh, Lord, call someone else to do this, right? 
because he doesn't want us activated in the Holy Spirit. He wants us uh, believing the lies about us. And our heavenly father wants us to believe what he says about us, because through him, we're chosen, we're loved, we're forgiven. I mean, it's such a, I'm so excited about the book because it was just so Holy Spirit inspired. And I know the Lord took me through decades of learning uh, to actually write this book. You write, and I appreciated the the scriptures that you you referenced and you quoted you write as a Christian. You mentioned that it was a Christian counselor. Your journey of faith, how did you, Donna Johnson, become a Christian? Well, I grew up a very strict Catholic uh, grade school, um, traumatized by nuns who hit me over the head with the pointer sticks, <laughs> and um, a scary, just a scary environment of Latin um churches and masses and being told to go into this box with a curtain with a man behind the next curtain. It was all very, very scary for me. So in my teen years, I walked away from my, that, that upbringing and just really excelled as a competitive swimmer and in business and just did things uh, kind of on my own, you know, the, the world just says, work on yourself, evolve yourself. And so that's what I was doing. And then when I got married, was pregnant with my first child, uh, a friend, um, somebody that I worked with in my business, she just radiated such a beautiful love. And she invited me to a Bible study. And when you're, when you have a, a living child growing inside of you, it makes you start thinking about God again. And so I said, well, yes. And um, I met all these beautiful women that just radiated and they were all holding Bibles that I was not familiar with. We had, uh, we had different books in the Catholic faith and I was not familiar. And just to learn scripture and to understand the gospels uh, and kind of a funny story, I became a believer in that Bible study. I invited Jesus into my heart and three months later, uh, who was going to be Bradley, my son Nathaniel was born because I was so moved by the story of Nathaniel in the Bible where he cried out under the fig tree and Jesus, when he met him, he said, I knew you, I knew you under the fig tree. And to me, that was my moment. God knew me, even everything that I went through as I cried out. And so, yeah, Bradley is now Nathaniel. Mm. You're listening to Donna Johnson. Donna is the author of the book, My Mentor Walks on Water. It's a spirit-led mentorship in every area of your life. You can find out more about Donna and the book. You can get a hold of the book at mentordonnajohnson.com. It's available for you there and amazon.com and book distributors. It's available for you Donna Johnson. When we come back from our break, we'll talk about negative self-talk in people and why write about mentorship, that and more. Mark Victor Hansen, co-creator of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, wrote, Mentors can make or break you. My friend Donna Johnson has chosen the mentor 
of all mentors. Again, mentordonnajohnson.com. Find out more. We'll be back. Wandering the road of desperate life Namelessly beneath the barren sky Leave it to me James 3.13 says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is brought to you by generous sponsors. Thank you to Coach Dino Babers and Mrs. Susan Babers, Mr. Edmund Jung and Mrs. May Jung, Mr. Rodney Arias Sr., A1A Electrician, Cedar Assembly of God, and the Thursday Men's Breakfast, Boston. If you, your business, or your church would like to support The Good Life with Dr. Danny, please visit drdanny.live. Join our partnership team. That's drdanny.live. Thank you. Listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Donna Johnson is the author of My Mentor Walks on Water Spirit Led Mentorship in Every Area of Your Life. She's one of the leading respected professionals in network marketing since 1987. She's built one of the largest independent organizations in the world. You're listening to the Good Life Radio Program. Thanks for being with us. If you're tuning in right now, maybe caught the tail end of that last segment. Look, this program is yours as a podcast. Just go to Spotify or Apple or go to the website, drdanny.live, and share this with a family member or friend to find out more about Donna Johnson and her book, Mentor Donna Johnson. Donna, why write about mentorship? Well, because I was being obedient. (laughs) Good answer. I was not writing a book and I just had a, what I call a priority straightening, spine stiffening moment where Holy Spirit gave me this, what I call a Goliath assignment. And uh, I was simply being obedient. And with everything happening in the world, we know that Jesus is coming. We don't know when, but we know there's signs. I just did not want to be that person that stood before him and said, oh, I know you, you gave me this, but I don't feel worthy. Uh, have someone else do it. Have someone who's more qualified. And what I've come to understand is that God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. We think that our the mission field is, is meant for pastors and missionaries, but we are given mountains of ministry, the seven mountains of ministry. Wherever we are called in a mountain, uh, whether it's education or arts, entertainment, uh, mine is business. I've built a very successful uh, a business and um, God wants us to use our influence to uh, speak to that mountain. One of the biggest lies in our society is don't talk politics or religion. You know, more people will talk about 
their fantasy football lineup than they will, you know, where do you think you'll go when you die? Do you think heaven is real? Like, the world tells us that those conversations are not allowed. And I love to say that is a lie from the pit of hell. So th this book to me was about obedience and, um, and, and I just allowed him uh, to write this book through me. Each chapter is followed by something you call water walker reflections. Why is that so vital to the mentorship process? Well, each chapter builds on itself. You can't talk about mentorship until you know who you are, because otherwise you're like that rubber ducky uh, just being tossed around in the waves. You have to have an anchor to know who you are. And so each chapter is so packed with vibrant messages that you need time to reflect on what you read but then there's also there's reflection questions to reflect, but then there's also ripple effect questions because you see, we not only have to understand how something impacts us, how does it impact the people around you? What is the ripple effect of who you believe you are, how God sees you and how you choose to be mentored? And so this book can actually be a book book club or a Bible study, because these reflection and ripple effect questions are very profound. They are indeed. Back to this idea of negative self-talk. What does Jesus, the water walker, say about us? Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, Negative self-talk can be a habit. It's, it's, it's like, um, it's like a record, an old fashioned needle in a record that just winds itself over and over. And what we need to do is replace that self-talk with what uh, Jesus, God says about us. So when we say, I can't figure this out, God says, I will direct your steps. You know, I'm too tired. I will give you rest. It's impossible, we'll say. God says all things are possible. Nobody loves me. I love you, God says. And there's so many, and it's all backed up with Scripture. Scripture, Holy Spirit, the Holy Bible is, is God speaking to us and just immersing ourselves in his words um, is so beautiful to hear what he says about us instead of the voice uh, you know, there's a song, you know, listen to the voice of truth and and not the voice of the world. And um, just really affirming that, what God says about you. You know, Donna, I'm not a, I'm not a professional designer, but your book cover, I think your book cover should win an award. The, 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 just the, the way that is laid out with the foot on the water and we're seeing it from beneath amazing well that was heavenly father I, it, this was divine inspired let me give you an example my publisher you do something in the book world this is my first book i've been featured in several books uh think and grow rich for women i'm in chapter one between mother Teresa and oprah i have a funny story in there about my high school guidance counselor i don't have a college degree and he told me I was a really great typist. 
uh, so I should be a secretary, right? So um, I, I, there's a funny story in there about, wouldn't it be fun if he saw, you know, um, what this little girl had become? And uh, the, in the story arc, you, you build the book and um, the chapters and nothing was feeling right to me. And so I just took it to the Lord in prayer, went to sleep, 5 a.m., I get these, um, I get these Donna, get your pen and paper out moments with Holy Spirit. And I was obedient and the entire flow of the book, he gave it to me. Chapter one, who got, who do you say you are chapter? I mean, it just went on and then it went into the mentorship pieces and then mentorship in every area of your life. I called my publisher. I did not tell him what happened. I just told him the chapters. He stopped and he went, well, this is perfect. And I said, well, of course it is because it came from Holy Spirit. Same thing with the book cover. It was a vision of that cover. And I have to tell you, some of the people that I had asked for endorsements, I believe in this too. I do not believe in endorsing something that you have not read or have not viewed. Um, I think too much of the world follows that rubber ducky all over the place. And then we just go down these rabbit holes, right? And so many people who endorsed my book, even Mark Victor Hansen, uh, were saying, no, 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 I don't. I, I want to, but I, I don't endorse books. I don't read. And the cover captured them. I had, I had one pastor, Johnny Enlow, uh, who, who teaches the Seven Mountains Ministries. He, he even had Holy Spirit confirm with him that he was to read this and to endorse the book. So it, it's just God moving. And, you know, when it's God's plan and not our plan, uh, you know, that song, Jesus take the wheel, when we let Jesus take the wheel, these incredible things happen. So when I'm, my husband and I are out talking with friends about the book and I'm just gushing with excitement, like someone who just birthed a baby, I always say, I'm not bragging because I didn't write this book. I was just being obedient. So I feel like I'm giving God the honor and glory for this book because it's his for such a time as this in chapter six, I open with a life-changing vision that I had a dream and that just changed everything for me. And it wasn't until one year later that, uh, that God gave me this, what I call Goliath assignment. Um, because God sometimes doesn't choose the people we think he should choose. Sometimes he goes and gets the shepherd who knows how to sling a rock, right? <laughs> there was something you wrote about after that dream in this reassessing of life, your life. It may seem like a minutia, but it struck me. It, you, you even wrote about making an adjustment in your inner circle. Mm, what, which is huge. What, 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 what was that about? It seems so nuanced, but there's a lot of gravity I sense in something like that. Yeah, this dream that I had, I confirmed it with scripture because uh, nothing that Holy Spirit gives you um, uh, conflicts with scripture. Uh, and so I confirmed it through scripture and, and faith and friends. And even at the end of the dream, when you'll read, you have to get the book, everyone to, it is so profound. 
I didn't even know if I was supposed to put the dream in the book because I did not get confirmation. And I think I was driving my publisher crazy because he knew about the dream and he wanted it in the book. But I told him that God just did not really give me confirmation to put it in, in there yet. And then all of a sudden, God, I think he was testing my obedience. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we it fit right there in chapter six. But at the end of this unbelievable vision that I had that I can right now still in my mind see it exactly as I saw it. Over to my left, God was sitting and the feeling of walking over to him because he said, come. I, I just went on my knees. I am not worthy. And just he spoke to me and said, everything you've been through, I have trained you for this. I want you to be fishers of people now. Um, and, and it changed everything for me. Uh, it changed my inner circle. Uh, I learned um, just so many different ways to protect my focus, to protect people's access to me. Uh, I've, I've traditionally been a people pleaser. And I'm learning to do my um, red light, yellow light, green light. God gave me that concept to uh, don't be afraid to use the yellow light once in a while and say to someone that asks a request of you, uh, you know what? Thank you for that request. Let me pray about that. And I'll get back to you. So I just really tightened my circle, my access, my focus, my goals. Uh, God showed me to think eternity. Um, I started a Bible study. Uh, and he, he just kept putting on me, think eternity. And what he kept impressing on me is time is short. Time is short. Stop messing around. I need you to focus on what I want you to do right now. And um, I, so I've been obedient with that. And I'm so grateful to have such an aligned husband in our faith because he's with me on this journey together. And, um, you know, being equally yoked is not just important for your marriage. It's also important for your friendships because ask any parent of a teenager, when Johnny goes off the rails, you can usually look around and see the circle of friends that has changed, right? So your circle of friends uh, is um, will, will really define who you are. You're listening to Mentor Donna Johnson. That's where you can go to the website, find out more about Donna Johnson as you listen to her share her reflections. It's almost like getting a, a book within a book. Her, she is the author of the book, My Mentor Walks on Water, but we get the backstory, which some of which, a lot of which are written in the, the story, but nothing like a an interview like this where things happen in the moment as she shares from her heart uh, with our hearts today mentordonnajohnson.com when we come back from our break how does being mentored by Jesus remind Donna of shopping at Ikea there's also a scripture in Proverbs 16 verse 9 about us making our plans but God directing our steps that and more did she mention a red green and yellow light Well, maybe we'll have some time to talk about that as well. More from Donna Johnson, Heart to Heart, with you. Stay with us. Wandering the road of desperate life, aimlessly beneath the barren sky, 
leave it to me. Hi, this is Danny Yamashiro. In what way have you seen God work powerfully in your life? Do you have a story to share about God's provision and deliverance? Have you experienced God's healing? Do you have a testimony that will encourage others? 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. I want to share your story on our radio podcast. Please visit drdanny.live and share your Jesus story by clicking on the link at the top left of the home page. If you'd like to share your testimony in the form of a letter, send your correspondence to Formation Institute, P.O. Box 381-222, Cambridge, Massachusetts, 02238. That's Formation Institute, P.O. Box 381-222, Cambridge, Massachusetts, 02238. You're listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience The Good Life today. In 2019, Donna Johnson received her profession's Lifetime Achievement Award, joining just a handful of recipients. Her story is featured in numerous publications, including the Napoleon Hill Foundation's book with author Sharon Lecter, who wrote Think and Grow Rich for Women. Donna Johnson joins us today. You can find out more about her and her book at MentorDonnaJohnson.com. It's available on Amazon. Uh, Go to MentorDonnaJohnson.com to find out more. Donna, how does being mentored by Jesus remind you of shopping at Ikea? Uh, I live in uh, Sweden part-time. My husband is from Sweden and I just felt it was a great analogy because if you've ever bought something from Ikea, you can't put it together without the instruction manual. Uh, It's absolutely impossible. (laughs) And so, and you need their uh, tools too, right? Pardon me? You need their special tools as well. To yes, do it. <laughs> you need their special tools as well. And so that's how uh, scripture is for us. So I open section two with uh, how we are mentored, and we're mentored by scripture, by Holy Spirit, and other people that we choose wisely and they go in tandem. But in section one, actually, I have to tell you, Danny, one of my favorite chapters is chapter three. After we talk about who do you think you are and who God says you are, I ask, I ask the question, who do you think Jesus is? Because this is going to be a pivotal moment for people that read this book, because the world tells us that Jesus is not who he says he is. And I have a friend whose husband is a pastor. She has a ministry. Her, her parents are pastors. And she helped actually with my reflection questions. And she said, Donna, I'm going to keep your book in my purse because chapter three is a tool. When someone starts talking about astrology or new age or sects or um, S-E-C-T-S cults or different, what other religions believe or what new age believes, um, even yoga is a 
um, is the pathway introduction to Hinduism and worshiping of, of deities. And so um, I don't, it, it's not an opinion piece. Chapter three is not an opinion piece. It's fact. Even my editor fact checked everything. So you guys are going to love chapter three because um, it really moves then into chapter four, which is who God says Jesus is. And then we go into section to where, how we're mentored. So it was beautifully orchestrated. You know, you look in the, the heavens and of nature and you see how God um, builds uh, and knits together a flower or, you know, anything. And, the, uh, and, and this is what he did with this book. It just flows beautifully. Plans. You talked about this giant plan, uh, this call that God has given this book project, this monumental project that you have stepped into as you follow your mentor who walks on water. How does God sometimes disrupt our plans, Donna, according to Proverbs 16, 9? Mm -hmm. Oh, oftentimes we want God to bless our plans. And the sooner we can understand and lean in to seek him, to find out what his plan is for us. Oh, everything is effortless when you trust him and allow yourself to surrender to his plan. Because, you know, Jesus didn't give Peter a motivational speech. He just said, come. And Peter stepped out of the boat. But there were 11 boat sitters. And I see in life, especially the last few years, People are living in fear. They would rather just huddle together in the middle of the boat and, oh, come Jesus, you know, <laughs> let somebody else do it. I'm not stepping out of the boat. It's scary out there. The enemy wants us to live in fear, but Jesus wants us to know that it's already settled. He's already paid the price, and he, he wants us to serve him with the great commission of spreading the word being fishers of people, stepping out of the boat, having faith. One of my favorite quotes is by Billy Graham, your courage strengthens the spine of others. And I have this beautiful growing um, Wednesday morning uh, online community Bible study, and it's just growing and growing organically. And because they see my courage and I'm stepping in faith, you know, we did this study called Dream Chasing God's Way, and we challenged everyone to seek God's plan for their life. And all of a sudden, testimonies were popping up. You know, Toy started a podcast, Stepping Up with Toy, and Cheryl uh, wrote a children's book on Bible stories, and people just stepped up, and we all celebrated each other and just felt like, this is what God has called us to do. Number one, to be surrounded by an inner circle of people that are praying for you, encouraging you to follow God's plan for your life and to be obedient, and then to edify and cheer each other on uh, when you do. Uh, I'm telling you, it's there's a revival happening out there. I can feel it. I feel that this book has been placed in, in the uh, sphere of that revival for a purpose. And um, it's just such a beautiful thing to see that if we trust Jesus, he will guide us into his plan. And oh my, his plans are so much better than ours. Have you ever done things and 
you know, God, you know, here's my plan. Bless it, bless it, bless it. And you just felt in your heart, you know, you were just blazing forward, you know, stubborn, out of my way, right? And when we surrender and use that yellow light to pray and seek God's um, favor and wisdom in any anything that's asked of us, just take it to the Lord in prayer. So this would, since we're sharing quotes, I, I love that quote from Billy Graham. And here's a quote that you included from St. Augustine. You, you, you had more than one quote by him, of course. But this quote, God provides the wind, but man must raise the sails. So as you speak about the podcast and the children's book of your friends, what about the, the yellow, green, and red light? How, how, how do they all come into play? How does that work itself out practically in the life of a Christ follower? When you know who you are, who God says you are, what your mission is, what your priorities are, and your vision for your future, all of a sudden, everything falls in line with what I call what God gave me was red light, yellow light, green light. That when, um, because have you seen people, I mean, the, the more there is on social media, the more people feel like there, I don't have time. I don't have time. Right. But we all are handed the same amount of time. It's how we choose to, you know, spend our time. And so a red light is simply being able to say no to something that is not right for you to do. And don't be afraid. Don't apologize. Just say no. You know, when, when the flight attendant comes down and asks if you'd like a cookie and you say, no, you know, you don't have to write a story and do an apology and just say, um, no, not that's, that's not something I can, I can do right now. And it's all right. And a green light is when you feel God's prompting that this is the right thing for you to do then that is a green light. You will feel it in every area through prayer, through um, Holy Spirit. You will know that it's a green light moment. And then there's some times that you're not sure. And I call those the yellow lights. And those of us that are high achieving, want to get things done, you know, I love to tackle my to-do list and cross it off. It feels so good, right? But sometimes you will have a yellow light moment and it is okay to just simply say, you know what, let me consider that. Let me pray about that and I'll get back to you. And again, if it's a red light, don't apologize. If it's a green light, go. And I think I share some stories in there of some dear friends that have practiced that and it's really helping people. So in, in addition to the mentorship, there's a lot of really practical tools whether you're in business or parenting or uh, whatever you're doing, um, these tools that I share in the book uh, are very, very practical. Donna, you mentioned about, and this is following in line with what you're saying here, but also something you referred to earlier. In your book, you talk about Bill Bright and Lauren Cunningham, and you talk about the seven mountains. Say a bit about mentorship in the marketplace. Where is Jesus in that? Well, if you look at the seven mountains, the enemy has been very clever and patient over the decades to overtake the tops of the mountain. And what I mean by that is even though the rest of the mountain may be populated with like 
minded people like us um, in, in thinking like, like God, if the enemy takes over the top of the mountain, it doesn't matter because that affects the rest of the culture. So in the marketplace, in business, there's, there's a, a real um, movement for people to step in line. You need to um, think like this. You need to, um, you know, there's these rules that are going on at the top of the mountain in the business world. Uh, and then you've seen really strong businesses like Chick-fil-A and, um, oh gosh, there's a, a couple more I can think of. I just read a book by, I'm thinking the founder of one of the, the um, companies, but there's this movement to step in line and we're called to step into the mountain of business and um, speak truth with love. Um, I'm the, uh, the a top leader in my business, and I've always uh, on social media been very vocal about my faith, about my conservative values and my Christian values. And I've been attacked. And who do you think you are? You're, you're this person that's supposed to be neutral. You're going to lose half your business. You're going to lose this. And I always say, if my business was the most important thing in my life, I would follow those rules. But I answer to one, my business is not my idol. My business is a tool that God has provided for me to make a living, to build relationships, to be an influencer. My business is not my idol. And so I I am who I am, and I'm not going to apologize. Just like Jesus, when he went back to Nazareth, right? And they asked him to speak, and he said, I am. I am who, who God says I am, and they were going to stone him. He didn't, he didn't shrink and go, oh, I better not speak up who I am. You know, I'm, I'm where I was raised. Here are my childhood friends. You know, here's my childhood rabbi. No, he spoke the truth of who he was. And we are not to shrink uh, no matter what. And if you're shrinking, examine the idols in your life. You're listening to Donna Johnson, the author of My Mentor Walks on Water. When we come back in our final segment, we'll talk a bit more about the book, yes. Also about Spirit Wings Kids. It's a charitable organization that funds orphanages in India and Africa. Donna will share more about that. Uh, the book, My Mentor Walks on Water, it's available at Amazon and at mentordonnajohnson.com. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Wandering the road of desperate life Namelessly beneath the barren sky Leave it to me Hi, this is Danny Yamashiro. A woman in Boston recently told me, I listen to your program every day and was inspired by the man who became an NFL quarterback. A person in Orlando said, I heard your podcast of the man who came to God during the Jesus movement. Another friend said, that pastor who gave one of his organs to a boy without ever meeting the child touched me about Jesus' love. 
The Good Life with Dr. Danny radio podcast is made possible through financial partners. Would you consider sending a gift to keep our program going? Podcasts are downloaded in 45 states and 25 nations. Help us expand our reach. Go to drdanny.live and click support this media ministry. That's drdanny.live and click support this media ministry. You're listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience The Good Life today. Best-selling author and speaker Rita Davenport says of Donna Johnson's book, My Mentor Walks on Water will show you just how valuable you are, how Jesus sees you. How that applies to mentorship and what it looks like to leave a lasting legacy that ripples throughout the earth. You're listening to the Good Life program. Donna Johnson is with us today. John, Donna, Spirit Wings Kids, an organization you and, and Thomas, your, you and your husband Thomas started. What is Spirit Wings Kids? Spirit Wings Kids is funding that we do uh, for orphanages uh, through Streams of Mercy, a dear friends of ours, Wick and Jan Niece, who find these incredible opportunities of orphanages. And because of uh, support that they have, um, 100% of the funding goes to these orphanages. And in addition to that, um, Thomas and I added on, my son is a world-leading permaculturist. Uh, traditional agriculture grows in rows, agriculture grows in, in um, patterns uh, without pesticides and everything. And so we were able to um, plant an, a permaculture gardens at our um, Uganda orphanage right before the pandemic. And it was such a blessing for not only them, but the community. And then my husband, what Thomas was a um, professional soccer player in Sweden. So through his connections, uh, we've at the Swedish Soccer Federation, we've been able to provide gear and these kids being able to be in tournaments. And now we're working through this book, the funding for a coach and a mentor for these kids, because there's a lot of uh, drugs and influence in that community. And when they are connected to a team and a mentor and a coach, it just makes all the difference in the world. So uh, we're excited about it. And it's been great teaching moments for, for my children. Uh, I have a funny story. My, my twin daughters that are now 29 um, uh, could not come to India with me for one of the orphanages, but I used a piece of luggage with their money in it from Christmas. And so we shared how far $140 went uh, in India, and it just changed their life forever. I think they were like 15 or 16 when that happened. And when they were more interested in spending that amount of money on designer jeans, all of a sudden everything changed for them um, on what really mattered. So we, we just love being able to give back and hundred percent of our profits from all of the merchandise that mentor uh, Donna Johnson. There's some fun things. My mentor walks on water, t-shirts, water bottles, all of that funding goes towards um, our uh, orphanages. 
it's sort of a movement that you're you're leading. It's a water walker movement. That's it. Chapter 12. uh, We close with challenging people to step out of the boat and walk on water and be used, be obedient. Don't be that person that makes excuses why you weren't obedient. Don't be that person. The enemy wants you to be that person, but allow my courage to strengthen your spine and others that are standing up and stepping out. We have to take over these mountains. You see parents at school board meetings, you know, and I'm I'm just like cheering them on. Yes, yes. And that just encourages people. Then I close the book with some really great mentor, mentee stories like Catherine Coleman. And I even have a little did I know with Chuck Smith and Pastor Greg, right? I mean, that's in there. Um, And then at the very end, there's really a neat reflection for you to think about over your life, who has mentored you and who have you been mentoring? And then make those tiny course corrections, you know, adjust those sales and step in to being mentored by Jesus. Step in to be mentored by people whose mentor is Jesus, right? I had a friend say, oh, you're my mentor. Do you walk on water? And I said, I do not walk on water, but my mentor walks on water. So um, be reflecting on who mentors you and then who do you mentor? And right now today, if you're feeling like you haven't been on that right path, it's so God loves us. You know, Easter's coming. He turned to the thief and said, today, I, I, it's so emotional. I can't, <laughs> you will be with me in paradise. I mean, uh, we can course correct at any time. I beat myself up. God, why did it take me so long? You know, I'm in my sixties, but I did hear that your most productive Decades are 60s, 70s, and 80s. So I'm I'm good. I'm I'm hanging on for the ride. This would be a good time to to pray. As a mentor would pray for a mentee. And I was really struck by your epilogue, William Wilberforce and John Newton. Mentor mentee. Dietrich Bonhoeffer and the Shoals, brother and sister. And you said Coleman and Sid Roth, mentor, mentee. Prayer as a mentor for those who desire to be mentored, who are listening to this podcast. A prayer for them. They might be struggling right now, Donna. They might be going through some things that uh, they might feel overwhelmed. They might feel discouraged. They might feel encouraged to take a step out of the boat as it were. Would you pray? Heavenly Father, we just ask you to surround each listener right now as we close our eyes and bow our heads and just ask you to wrap your Holy Spirit arms around us, Lord, and show us your love. Show us how you see us and give us our instruction to come, to step out of the boat, Lord. Let today be the first day to live fully, fully in you, being fishers of people, Lord, being obedient, thinking eternity, not apologizing, but standing up with that stiff backbone and courage and let their light shine, Lord. Let them be salt 
let them be light, let them radiate, let them let let their circle be filled with like-minded. Lead them to the to the right-minded people, Lord. Just give them the strength and courage to step out of that boat and walk on water. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Donna, I'm so grateful for your sharing. Before we close today, what does Donna Johnson do to relax and to enjoy the the things around her? What's recreation for you? Oh, my husband and I love to go for walks and talk and read and travel. And we're big foodies. We we love uh, traveling, um, finding the best sushi restaurant in town, the Star Michelin restaurants. Uh, my husband wanted to be a chef growing up, uh, and that didn't happen, but we tease that he's our chef. Uh, so just gathering with friends. One of our favorite things is to just go to dinner with friends and and talk scripture and talk how God is moving. We did that the other, just a couple days ago. I thought it was going to be a one-hour dinner, and I look, and it was two hours, but we just were we're just overflowing with what God was doing to move in our lives. So ask yourself, you know, the, the circle of friends, the conversations you're having, what are you doing and um, make those adjustments. It's, it's so important, but, um, and also really value our time um, and our time alone in prayer and devotion is so important. Mentoring words from Donna Johnson. MentorDonnaJohnson.com. My friend, God's timing is perfect. And there's no better time than right now to share the love of Jesus with someone near you. And look, if you haven't done so, hey, this might be that perfect moment for you to open your heart to Christ. Go to drdanny.live for next steps. Find resources to reach family and friends. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or major podcast platforms. Proverbs 16, verse 9. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. It's always a blessing to be with you. Thank you to Donna Johnson, mentordonnajohnson.com. Until next time, along with my producer and creative director, Brian Torres, social media director, Luke Yamashiro, guest coordinator, Jan Yi, and board operator, Joseph Valdivieso. I'm Danny Yamashiro. Remember, the Lord is with you as you share the love of Jesus with someone today. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of The Good Life with Dr. Danny. We hope that today's program has been a blessing for you and that you may find hope in hearing how God's Word affects people from all walks of life. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is a listener-supported program, and we'd like for you to prayerfully consider becoming a sponsor or donor. To contact Dr. Danny and learn more about the ministry, visit drdanny.live. That's drdanny.live. Be sure to tune in weekdays at 6 p.m. to hear The Good Life with Dr. Danny. Until next time, may God richly bless you with The Good Life.